Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. My name is Olivia Martinez and I'm the host of this podcast and I'm joined by my two parents, Emily and Oscar Martinez, and we are going to be discussing Peter Bogdanovich's movie, Paper Moon. Now this is from 1973 and we watched it on the Criterion channel for Papa's birthday, right dad? That's right. <laughs> I remember this was what he requested to watch and we were like, why? Because I don't, I, I, I mean, I'd heard of it, but you know, I just didn't understand. Well, it's one of those movies that uh, growing up, I remember hearing about it, I think thought i'd seen it i've seen the poster it's a very iconic poster. yeah and i thought i'd seen I'd, you hear a lot about it because it, it was ryan o'neill tatum o'neill uh a dad and his daughter and but i think it was that 70s movie thing we oh, were watching yes. and that's prompt that reminded me oh yeah and it's on the criterion channel so let's let's and, give it a shot and i'd seen it years before but i didn't have a very like i, I didn't remember liking it very much when i saw it so I was less than enthusiastic yeah, yeah. when we said when Dad suggested. Yeah, Mom was kind of like, "Oh," but um, but I was very pleasantly surprised yeah, this was, time around. It was great, and it just did not drag at all. There was not a single scene that I would have cut because everything about it was just so fun and good, in my opinion. Yeah, the editing was really well done yeah. because, it, and it was in black and white. Which, and it didn't need to be because it's from 1973, so it could have been in color, obviously. Right. Yeah, but it, it captured. It's set after the Great during Depression. During the Depression. Era, during the Depression. Sure. If you think about it too, there's all these scenes where they're passing people who need help, and the little girl wants to help them, and the dad is kind of. Well, we don't know if he's the dad. Well, I always. Yeah. You suspect from the dad in real life. How about that? Be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Let's start. <laughs> let's set this up real fast. So this movie is Ryan O'Neill and Tatum O'Neill, and Ryan O'Neill plays the lead guy, and Tatum O'Neill is his. We assume it's his daughter, but we're not really sure. She's just a little girl in the movie, and in real life, they're obviously father daughter. And she was nine years old when she made this movie, and she won an Oscar at the age of ten. Which is the youngest in history, obviously. Yes, but she was amazing. It's hard to argue that she didn't deserve it. She was great. But the funny thing is they did put her as supporting actress, even though she was in only two minutes less than what her dad was in. Wow. So, I mean, she probably should have gone Best Actress, but, you know, that's too young, apparently, yes. for that. Which makes... And I guess she... Well, she wasn't really a supporting character. I don't know. Anyway, but the movie follows their journey through just kind of trying to get money and live and they're con men <laughs> and they're really good at it yes. and it's just kind of cute even though we should hate them we we do like them and root for them and want them to con some people which is terrible but yeah they're kind of like especially the dad or the the uh, main male character let's just call him the dad let's just yeah he um he's pretty despicable really but um but in a somehow in a very likable way i mean you just kind of laugh at some of his schemes and um, it seems like most of the people that he ends up cheating almost deserve to be cheated. And so, yep. um, and everybody's just kind of, I guess during the depression, everybody's just kind of getting by as best they can. Doing, yeah. So, um, and the little girl definitely is, uh, is in on a lot of the schemes and is just every bit as good as her father is at a lot of it. And I think the reason that he's so likable is probably because casting, right? Right. I think so. I mean, the fact that he was the dad to the little girl in real life, I think really helped them have a connection that you wouldn't normally see between an actor and another little girl actress. And wasn't he famous before Ryan O'Neill? He was. He was in one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Uh, it came out before my time, really, but um, I remember liking it a lot as a young teen. Love Story. 
and he was the handsome main guy in that and he's just really good looking guy (laughs) even in this he's pretty good looking i I think he has a mustache or something but he's still pretty good looking i just want to quick go back mom said that everybody he cheated deserved it and i guess she means the widows whom he was selling the Bibles. Yeah, all these good people had yeah, women. I guess I now guess. we know mom's true colors here. <laughs> Maybe but, I should take that back. But it's funny what the thing is. He's pretty good at it, but the little girl's actually better. Oh, so that, that's so what kind of makes you think, well, she probably is his, his daughter. Yeah, she has great instincts. <laughs> yeah. This kid knows what to do. She knows how to ham it up. She has better instincts than he does no, in some great. ways, right? Yeah. And yet she also seems to have, she does have a, a code, a certain moral, a moral code. code. Yeah, I mean, there's true. like a point beyond which they won't cheat people, especially her. Yeah, but what's interesting is the little girl, I wonder why she has that horrible haircut the whole time because she kind of looks like a little boy the entire movie and she gets offended a few times because some store owners are like, oh, would your little boy like some overalls? She's like, I'm not a boy. But I wonder why they did that. Well, Maybe that's probably that was... why. Don't you think that, that kind of showed not that she... She wasn't really wanted. It was like it made it easy. Let's yeah, have someone, an easy haircut kind of thing. Because the beginning of the movie is at a funeral, her mom's funeral. So, yeah, right? You can tell yeah. she hadn't, yeah, didn't have much of a mom. So, um, I guess that is why she had a horrible haircut. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it too, at the beginning, it starts with a funeral, Apocalypse Now, starts with a song, This is the End. It's the beginning. Oh, great connection, Dad. <laughs> No, I see what you mean, though. <laughs> the end of her mom's life is just the beginning of hers, and that's when she starts having that journey with her dad. Precisely. Great. Um, one of my favorite scenes is the diner scene pretty early on because the little girl, is it $200? Yeah, $200. She, <laughs> she, from the beginning, she hears that her dad or whatever, the guy that she's traveling with, um, kind of conned her out at 200 bucks. And so in the diner, she's like screaming, I want my $200. And he's like kind of scared of her and he decides, okay, I guess I need to get her her $200 somehow. <laughs> and she's like yelling it and making a real fuss and all these um, waiters, all and all these waiters and people in the diner are looking at him like he's just the worst person in the uh, world. Yeah. Which so he kind of is. And he didn't know how to use And her it's not like, self. and she knew that he already spent that money. So he had to get it some other way. So then that's what led to the whole journey. So favorite scenes, mine is when it's toward the end. And again, he's not her dad, or that's what he keeps saying. He's not her dad. So he's not looking out for her as her dad. So he's always telling her, why are you smoking? But if he were really her dad, he would take the cigarette out. And, and again, she's really smoking. You can see she's inhaling it into her lungs, which is girl, crazy. Yeah. She's nine she's, years old, yeah, the actress, years old. as opposed to just puffing and blowing. That's probably but why she had some issues later she on. She did, but and we'll okay. get into that she's at some okay point. Now. But anyway, she, um, at one point toward the end, he's like, He's really asking her opinion. Like, hey, what do you think? And he lights a cigarette and he just hands it to her absentmindedly. Yep. It's like, she's like his partner at that point. Yeah, I think They're it partners. Shows. Yeah, it's kind he of funny. He just accepts it. Which is just so funny because the whole premise is just this adult single man is taking in this little kid and it's not creepy at all because he's obviously her father, but he won't admit it. But it's just so fun. It's so ridiculous. Now, the director of this movie, Peter, what is it, Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich, yeah. He's really famous for other movies, right? Like the Last Picture Show and What's Up, Doc, right? Right, I think he had done those the previous two years. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, three big hits in a row. Yeah. And Last Picture Show is in black and white. Is What's Up, Doc? No, it's in color. Okay. And which one do you like better? Like, what, what are those three movies? <sighs> They're different. I mean, yeah. What's Up, Doc is a pure screwball comedy based... I mean, that's Bogdanovich was a critic, like Truffaut, like... Um, who else? There are some other people who are critic. Uh, Godard was a critic. I mean, the French folks and um, French directors. And 
he uh, so he knew a lot about the history of films, mm-hmm. and he's a big, big, big uh, Orson Welles guy. Oh, makes like sense. he wrote about him, he curated, you know, made you know, showed his movies at places, and so he was really influenced by him and got you know used that in his shots. You could tell in the direction too. There were certain certain shots that were really amazing. Yeah, it was and, a really pretty movie. Yeah, he really had that plan, like shot by shot. You could you could tell. Also, um, Madeline Kahn deserves mention because she was in the the movie for a little while too. She plays the She's funny. kind of floozy girlfriend, and um, she was yeah she was really funny. She always is known for her appearances, mostly in Mel Brooks movies, I think. If she's just purely a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Young Frankenstein yeah. and uh, Blazing Saddles. And this one, I didn't even know she was in it. That shows that I, I thought I'd seen it, but I, I guess I don't remember it. But she was funny. She, she was, was funny. Her yeah. and that little girl do not get along whatsoever. But they understand each other, right? They, yeah. they do understand. <laughs> like, she understands, okay, she's using my dad for his money. Right. Which they barely have any money, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's an interesting she's relationship. A, she has a, yeah, her part's pretty funny. So we already mentioned how Tatum O'Neill was the youngest Oscar winner of all time at the age of 10, getting Best Supporting Actress. But Madeline Kahn was also nominated for Best Supporting Actress, and I mean, she was in it way less. So to think that those two were going against each other is crazy. And then it was also nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay and Sound Mixing. It didn't win either of those. I'm not sure what did, but I think it was a great screenplay, but really I think it was great direction. So I think that should have been nominated at least. Don't y'all think? Yeah, I think so. And I think Ryan O'Neill should have been nominated for Best Actor. He did a good job. And that's interesting because that apparently is the source of the beginning of the tumultuous relationship between Ryan and Tatum O'Neill because I think that he's like this 35-year-old man and he's jealous of his 10-year-old daughter, which is not good. No, that's kind of pathetic. (laughs) It, It really is, but... Apparently, he put his heart and soul into this role, which you can tell. It's a, He's great in it. But, yeah, he wasn't even at the Oscars when she won. He was filming Barry Lyndon with Stanley Kubrick. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, couldn't he have gone for two days to yes. L.A. Yes, for definitely. his daughter? Like, that's ridiculous. I know. It's sad what happened to her after. She, she really kind of spiraled out of control, had a pretty out-of-control life after that but I think she's pulled it all together she was certainly a very talented little girl yeah no and that movie they're just so cute they seem like the best father daughter but I wonder what set was like I'm sure they were probably really nice to each other right I I don't think you'd be too mean to her but no after that that's when the problem started well just to wrap up it's uh it's a reminder that in Hollywood there's an old famous saying we think it's W.C. Fields who said that Never star in a movie with a kid or an animal because they'll steal the scene. And they'll steal the movie every and single it's time. Very and true it's true for this movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who is W.C. Fields? I can't believe my daughter just asked me that question. This is the end of this podcast. We'll talk later. Who is it? He's like an old, like 1920s, maybe, or 30s star. Oh, okay, cool. He had this big red nose. He's kind of gross. <laughs> okay, Mom, I don't <laughs> you know. You make him sound really appealing. <laughs> I can't wait to watch some W.C. Fields films after this podcast is wrapped up. So, um, as y'all can hear, this is a great movie. You should go watch Paper Moon right now. If I know it's in black and white, but it's not an old movie. It's just for aesthetic purposes. It needs to be in black and white. Trust me, it's better that way. Don't be intimidated by that. This is a great movie, great performances, great direction. Any last thoughts? No, just, yeah, good characters. It shows what... Um, Humanity. following, yeah, it's following great. some good characters on a journey is um, can be really entertaining. Yeah, I think any film buff would enjoy this. One last thing to keep an eye on the movie is they are outsiders, 
and there's not a single scene where they feel comfortable indoors. Keep an eye on that because it's uh, something that we talked about after we saw it. And it's interesting because think of how many movies where the protagonist is an outsider. These are true outsiders, literally outside. They're literally outside. Yeah. <laughs> and when they're inside, they don't feel comfortable at all. Yeah, right. that's a good when thing to notice. Yeah, they're always trying to basically break out whenever they're on the inside. Because yeah, that's no. just not their natural place. Yeah, and if we can notice that, I'm sure y'all will notice way more things than Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Okay, well, that wraps it up. Have a great day, y'all, and watch Paper Moon. Bye. <laughs>